What's up? Hey, welcome to All Day All Night. Brandon, uh, do we have a topic today? That felt like a very warm welcome. Yeah, I feel cold. I think it was the cold welcome. <laughs> cold open? I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, so, it's not so much like a easy topic idea as much as something I want to talk about. That works too. It's like a loose concept, taking the uh, stylings of Patrick, your cousin. Yeah. Where he's like, oh yeah, I just I have a loose up, a loose concept of what I want to talk about, and I weave it in, and, and just uh, go for it. Like just a daily update, like a weekly update. The week, the Olivia weekly update. Here we go. Uh, I was hoping we'd start with your weekly update. My weekly update. My weeks look mostly the same. A lot of helping others and a lot of driving. And <laughs> it's pretty boring. It's like, oh yeah, you know, uh, for me, I just, I just like to help others. Yeah, and, I do. And then I drive. You know, it's just <laughs> something everyone can relate to. Brandon. Yeah. We want to hear the juicy details. What else do you do? <laughs> What's something that you do that's maybe regrettable? Uh, regrettable. Well, oh, I got really into gambling this week. Hell yeah. And <laughs> that's a that's a I'm big, enabling, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I got I got to a point where I was like, I'm gonna make this my occupation. And no, <laughs> and I made I came up I came up a, I came up uh, twelve hundred dollars. Jesus Christ! And then uh, slowly but surely I kept going back to the casino, and lost it all in one day. <laughs> I've done that. Not like twelve thousand, but no, no, twelve hundred. Okay. Yeah. Still, that's a lot. One leg, um, over a hundred and penny slots of all fucking things. And then I just lost all of it penny at a time. What? Really? Yeah. That's crazy. A hundred times in a row. I fucking lost. You want a hundred pennies? No, I want a hundred dollars. <laughs> like over a hundred dollars. And you lost it at penny slots? Yes. A penny at a time. Dylan enables me yeah. with gambling because he thinks it's adorable for some reason. Where I'm like, can I just can I have a dollar? And he's like, wait, you want a dollar? You want a dollar? What do you do for a dollar? Like, fuck you, you're enabling me. But um That's what a hundred thousand pennies? We're not being judgmental. <laughs> but no. Brandon? No, it's just a bad bad run. Sure. I think what happened though was like the machine was hot, I think that's what they call it. Yeah. Where like it was kind of broken and so that's why I did that. Mm-hmm. And then um I kept winning and winning and winning and winning and winning. And then it was like at 3 a.m. in Vegas. And then um, I decided, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed and I'll come back downstairs in the morning and I'll play penny slots. And so I do that and I come back and I keep losing, 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 begging for more money, losing, losing, spending all my savings and then losing it. To be fair, I only had like 20 bucks in my savings, but still. <laughs> Lost it all. I lost it to lost, the penny slots. Lost the nest egg. So, <laughs> it was um like the size of a finch egg. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
for me, I actually did it, Brandon. Brandon. Yes, I'm listening. I finally went to the guidance counselor. Congratulations. Done, done. Big day for you, I know. It took me two years to do it. So I was putting it off because I was like terrified they're going to be like, hey, uh, you know how all of your grades are A's? Well, guess what? That was a joke. They're all F's. You're going to die here and stay here forever. Yeah. But That's my guidance counselor. It's my favorite. <laughs> but I actually went. And it turns out, I, like, at the end of this semester, if, like, the only class I'm a little concerned about is political science. It was at a D, now it's a C, and hopefully with the final test, I can push it up even higher. Everything else is A's, so I'm, like, really surprised, because I took, like, 16 units this semester, which is insane. Yeah. Did you know that's insane? Because it is. I, I know, I've, I've taken that many before. Yeah, but it's a was lot. it? It takes a lot. But was it like political science, public speaking, research methods, art history? I took a lot of and ethics, like the, all of not, the not that they not all weren't that hard. All of at the, the same fucking time. hard classes at once, yeah, right? Not all at the same time. But um, yeah. So I'm going to start applying for colleges, and I I recently told you about how I wanted to. I've been thinking about becoming like an FBI profiler, someone who makes psychological profiles based on crimes and analyzing like photos and evidence at the scene. And then it's like, okay, well, this person is more likely to be like this. Yeah, you even told me on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And so I actually did something very different than my usual um, put it off, put it off, put it off, put it off. Like, the second after I talked about it with you on Tuesday, like, the very next day, I applied for Golden West College so I can take the criminal justice classes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a big deal. I'm I actually very did proud something. Of you. And um, we actually went to Golden West College today so I could make sure that um, it was okay that I would be dual enrolled. And I got to see your reaction to seeing the shiny criminal justice building. What was it? Tell, tell the people. Oh, you were giddy. I was. And I had seen her at a dog park before, and she said, this is more, I'm more excited than the dog park. Yeah. <laughs> running around, petting dogs, running around petting criminal justice students. No, I'm not petting criminal justice <laughs> students. I have boundaries, but... Uh, Quick question. So, Brandon, mm -hmm. we're still doing the advertisement thing, right? I believe so. We're giving we're giving the advertisement thing a try at around the the last one was at the eight minute mark. We're at the eight minute mark. Okay, so I'm thinking let's go to the fifteen minute. We'll finish doing our daily chat and then we'll get into our topic. Okay. But um, so I'm I'm really excited about it, Brandon. Like genuinely. I, I think it's it's really interesting and I actually looked up the requirements to become an FBI uh, profiler it's not really what they're called there's like two different kinds I don't think I want to be in the field because I don't want to die but <laughs> sorry yeah <laughs> I felt like that was kind of funny <laughs> like I don't I don't want to be actually in the field because I'm pretty sure I'll die I'd like to um, work in, like, the FBI building. 
And in order to get that, you have to have at least two years of investigation uh, experience, first of all. You have to pass the FBI fitness test, which involves push-ups, sit-ups. Um, I think it was like a 600 or 800 meter sprint. And you have to run a mile and a half. And the thing that makes it really difficult is that you have to do them one after another. And yeah. so there's no breaks in between. So you have to have like intense endurance. Yes. And I, at the moment, because um, my therapist says that asthma can be treated but i have exercise induced asthma mm. and part of that acts up with cardio and so it's very uh daunting but um in addition to that i don't know if it's an aa or a ba but you have to have like a degree and they don't really care what kind of degree it is but they prefer psychology sociology or political science it didn't really say criminal justice, but uh, I think that's very intriguing. And since I'll be getting my AA soon, if it is the AA, um, it'll be it'll be good. And then I think like the requirements are lower if you're in the military, like for like a year of investigation, say two years. Yes. But I was thinking it might be a good idea to apply for an internship once I get like my driver's license at like the FBI and the real cool thing though is they do like an extensive background check and there's like a bunch of little minutiae you wouldn't think about uh -huh. right like um well the obvious of you can't um say like fuck the government yeah, you know? that's a big one. That's a big yeah, no-no. You can't be like, destroy the government, which, like, I'm, I'm not interested in destroying uh, the government. I'm mm -hmm. interested in people voting and having their voices and their freedom. Build up the economy. Yeah. Build up society. Build up people. Yes. And um, what else? There was, like, an ex apparently, like, the background check is really fucking intense. And then the, the drug one. Yeah, you, well, obviously, in California, it's legal to smoke marijuana, but I wouldn't want to risk it because mm -hmm. it's a, a federal crime. Mm -hmm. Because even if, like, the state says it's okay, you still have to remember that, like, if you're working for the Federal Bureau of Investigation, that's a federal company, and not company, but... It's a federal thing, and so you have to apply to federal law. And then, um, what else? Oh, yeah. You can't default on any loans oh, wow. or miss a tax payment. Okay. So that's, like, a really big deal to them. Yeah. Like, you have to pay your taxes on time, and uh, if you get, like, student loans, you can't default on them. Yeah. Which is, like, Okay. I haven't taken out any loans. I've just been no government assistance yet. But yeah, that's like very strict for sure. I'm kind of thinking not like I want to serve my country, right? But uh, like I just think it might be really difficult to get uh, the kind of degrees that I want to get on my own dime. Well, can't you get the degree? And just not the job? No, it's not that. It's um, 
like just paying for classes like I signed up for a few classes at OCC and I think I'm gonna have to drop some because it's like about eight hundred dollars so that's a lot yeah you know especially considering I can't rely on my parents to pay for everything yeah and once I move out I'm not gonna have that kind of assistance with my college and it's irrational to expect them to pay for my education all the way to like a doctorate that's that's insane right and so it might be a good idea to join the military at some point to uh get the gi bill so you can pay for your education that way that's what my uncle john did wow he's um he has his doctorate in psychology his name is dr vance guy Brandon. Yeah. He's like super into magic and yeah. he's like a really good magician. He's been doing it for years and he calls himself Dr. Magic. <laughs> and I like to think that like even if he's like doing his magician thing, he's like, I worked hard for that doctorate. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. He's really great. I love my family. I wish I could be like my uncles. My uncle Ken served for the Los Angeles Police Department. And my uncle John, he is a psychologist. And so I look up to these pillars of my family. And I want to be strong like them. I want to have like such great core values as them. And I want to help people the way that they want to help people and if you serve is it full-time i don't know like i i think it's a really great honor to serve your country Mm -hmm. but i i don't think that uh i'd be good for it yeah just because like okay so i at one point i was being very rebellious and my parents would like threaten to send me to military school and i would tell my friends and they would tell me you'd be like cadet kelly mm-hmm. which is like the disney movie with hillary duff okay. it's like i'm going to art school <laughs> and then uh-huh. she goes to like there and then um like she has like her hair like with like little jewelry and like a pink thing and like her um army thing and it's like oh look at me i'm a nonconformist. i'm cadet kelly yep I and i'm see like that. Ah, fair enough legally blonde meets the army well that's the 15 minute mark you wanted to take a quick break i think we're going to okay. we'll be right back a fun commercial oh so great and so applicable (laughs) who doesn't need that yeah so brandon (laughs) 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 never mind just flying past it so what what do you think about all that do you think i'd be a good uh fbi agent I think that you have a passion that has come into many conversations when we hang out mm-hmm. and to many of our podcasts about this true crime stuff. Yeah, I do consider myself a murderer now. And you, you look at the world through a certain lens. Yeah, I mean, not 
Okay, so I'm going to bring it down. I'll bring it back up later, mm-hmm. but um, this is a bit of a downer. But um, like about uh, three years back, one of my high school friends was murdered. And so I feel like that really affected me. And I've been like always very interested in true crime. But after her death, you know, I really started to understand in a more, I wouldn't say compassionate, because I've always been compassionate, but real way to the point where I, I understand like the devastation and pain and I just, I really want to help people find closure and to help solve, you know, like I, in my ideal world, I would be helping find serial killers, you know, people who are killing multiple people and are being, having like that disregard for human life. And I'd like to catch them and make them face a jury of their peers. And you've always been interested in psychology. That was kind of your... Yeah, I started a psychology club in high school. Well, I didn't start it. I continued it. I was the president and I had to bribe people to show up and I was like researching Freud and stuff like for like, oh look, we're gonna talk about Freud today. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I've always been interested (laughs) in that. How Um, old were you at this point? I was in high school. Um, It wasn't very popular. The more popular clubs were like the best friends club Mm -hmm. for people who didn't have friends. And then- (laughs) The um, no friends club? No, it's best friends club. (laughs) Okay. And then also, like, art club decided to have it at the same time as mine. And I was like, maybe I should be in art club. Yeah. But um, that's, that's enough. But I, I really miss my friend so much. And it's, it's been very difficult because I was very close to her sister. And my, her sister was my best friend for, like, a really long time until we had a falling out before my other friend's death. But. I, she's, my best friend from high school, she has like a baby now Mm -hmm. and she's having such like a happy life and I can can really tell that it it still affects her. And for me personally, like on my Facebook profile, I have her listed as my sister, Mm -hmm. you know, because we were really close in high school. Like her, my best friend's family and I, like they... They were so supportive to me. I, I don't know how I would have made it out of high school alive without them. They were just, my life was so horrible before I met uh, my best friend in high school. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's just, I don't have the heart to take that down. Right. To take off like the little joke that we did in high school, where like, oh look, I'm the, I don't, I don't want to say their name because I don't want to draw attention. I know after her death, uh, they asked not to talk to the press, and so I feel like it's really disrespectful to not abide by that. I right. want to ask permission. Right. But um, yeah. So I, I really want to make sure that people who did that. And do things like that to people as sweet and loving as my friend, you know, they pay 
Mm-hmm. And, like, again, this is getting really sad, but she had a lot of problems with addiction and drugs. And as you all know, you know, I, I've had PTSD and I've had trauma, but it's just I feel like whenever I help someone with addiction, like I feel like maybe I'm helping someone avoid what happened to her. And I'm helping her, you know, maybe live on through some sort of peaceful light. I'm trying to bring who she really was and not who she was, like, on drugs and stuff to people. And I'm trying to be a good friend to someone who passed away. Yeah, it's a... It's pretty dark, huh? No, it's a noble cause. Yeah. Well, bringing it back up, you ready for this? Yeah, yeah, bring it back up. So, um, the the loose topic of today, mm-hmm. I'm not as eloquent as is your cousin Patrick, but regrettable things. Okay. That I've done <laughs> recently. Yeah. And one of which is, um, cause I, I, I like I. So I usually listen to My Favorite Murder, and I'm okay with them because they're, like, funny about it. They're two badass comedian women, and they're not, like, making fun of murder, but they go about it in, like, a lighthearted way. Mm-hmm. Like, they they say, like, funny jokes to each other, and they're like, oh, my God, what if they did, like, this? Like, they were telling, like, the story of someone who was, like, seriously into arson would burn people's houses down and they were talking about like oh and they opened the candy store but their business closed and they're like who fails at a candy store (laughs) and then the other one chimes in it's like maybe they just did the dots on paper but they weren't really good dots and so everyone was like this is horrible candy (laughs) and that's why they failed and so it's things like that and so when I listen to them I'm totally fine but it's pitch black dark outside brandon right Mm -hmm. and i decide i want to be an fbi profiler i've been watching criminal minds i want to be like dr reed olivia Mm -hmm. (laughs) that same song yep but with (laughs) olivia but um so i was like i need to know how to do interrogation so i should watch like a bunch of interviews right and so i decide to do that bad idea i would never bad even idea. come close to this what she's up to bad idea it's regrettable you know why so they're talking about like they had like a bunch of things like they had this little girl who was a i don't know if it's a sociopath or psychopath i haven't done enough research on that surprisingly but um, she was, like, trying to kill her little brother and stuff. And she's, like, eight. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, yeah, I want him to die. <laughs> and she's, like, I just wanted to hurt him. That's why my parents locked me in my room. Yeah. And I was, like, oh, fuck. And then they had, um, like, a serial rapist who, who was, like, grooming his uh, stepdaughter. Did you say that they were interviewing the little kid, the little girl? Yeah. Yeah, she, like, um, bashed her little brother's head into the concrete floor so many times that he fractured his skull. Sounds like a psychopath. Dun, dun. 
So, <laughs> so I'm not laughing at that. I'm just laughing because it's like, dun dun, I'm awful. Yeah. But um, so the one that really got me was the interview of Ted Bundy, and they were talking about like how he um started out, and he started out by in the middle of the night, he would peer into people's windows. Oh, wow. and be like a peeping Tom and um, it was dark out and I look around oh, shit. and I'm surrounded by windows Yeah, and I just got like like the worst fucking feeling like oh fuck yeah. <laughs> like oh my god what if someone's out there right the fuck now like it was terrifying oh my god does that happen to you a lot no. Well, mostly you tune that feeling out, right? No, it's just mostly I'm like, oh, fucking Pokemon. Right. <laughs> like, I have a, a joke that I say. It's not really that accurate, but it's funny to me. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, man, I have a lot of anger issues I want to work out. So if someone wants to try me, fucking please give yeah. me a reason. And I think that's really funny because, like, at some point I did have a lot of anger issues. And I would have loved for someone to, like, attack me so I could just go ballistic. Yeah. Which is crazy. But at the same time, like, you know, if you aren't that great at communicating your feelings and your anger and um, there's no real outlet for it, I, I guess you kind of do want to start a fight. Like a fist fight. Like, I want to get punched in the face, man. Yep. Would you punch me in the face? Mm, no. No, I can't hit a woman. Um, if you were a guy and you asked me to punch you in the face, sure. Can you hit me in the face? <laughs> no. Why? Why not? Because you don't hit is a woman. Is this a real, real friendship? This is just like a light tap, like pow. It's, I'll slap you if you want me to slap I've you. I've been slapped. <laughs> I'm over it. If you ask, if that's where my line is for hitting a woman is you know, slapping, Brandon, uh, and a- asking for I a slap. I thought I was your friend. <laughs> You guys, we've like play. Fi- this is gender inequality at its finest. We've like play fought where I like hit you. Yeah, I like that. I like play fighting, but um, yeah, nah. Uh, so that was that was something regrettable I've done. But I I've told you about like my habit of watching like true crime when it's really dark outside, and you're like, I never do that. I would never do it. I'm not. I'm a big, big wuss. Why? You're. You're. Why are you? Why? Why wouldn't you? Like, well, if we're gonna go deep and dark on this podcast today, it is the night. <laughs> the night episode. I have. Uh, I have a lot of schizoaffective, schizophrenic thoughts. So it's like. What does that mean, though? When something, when when I imagine something outside my window, it exists. It's real. Just like like you were saying. Oh shit. It's like I think it's coming. I used to do that all the time. I would imagine aliens. Like they're, it's more likely. I mean, whoa, <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> aliens. Um, what were they? To like? me, to me, and this shows how kind of screwy I am. Aliens like are more likely to come down and like sit outside your window than like a night stalker is, because just like the likelihood. Doubt. Huh. Doubt. 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 <laughs> so like 
there's there's infinite amounts of aliens out in the galaxy that could come down and come down at any moment. So I would just sit there and yeah, trip out about that. Yeah, but that's like that. a lot of like travel to watch <laughs> you, man. Like respectfully, <laughs> like real respectful, my bro. Well, we, um, if they're gonna travel this far, like, don't you think they travel so like go see someone like a little more important than us? <laughs> <laughs> just like you know cause if you're like a galaxy away and like let's really like apply this logic here yeah right it's warp speed but that's still like okay so for us it would take like I don't know maybe like a, a hundred plus years to get from that galaxy to oh, ours you, I mean, you don't time know. time is a slipping well, into the future they Thank can, you, They Seal. can bend time and space. Um, bruh. But I would think if they went through all of that effort to come to Earth, like, what makes you so interesting? Is it... Because, like... <laughs> That's, that's I think you're I, interesting. I think you're cool, but I don't I've, think I've worked, that we're. I've, I've worked. I've worked through that anxiety, but that used to be a lot of my anxiety was was aliens outside of my house. Like I have to do that to myself though. If I start having thoughts, or like a little like. You have to ah. do that. You have to do that. To I have to remind myself. Hey, do you know that maybe uh, you're not as important as you think you are? <laughs> like yeah. what? Yeah. Me. But, um. But you know. Now that you mention it, there's like, I watch like a lot of true crime and I've noticed something because like you've told me your disorders before, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of like the murders <laughs> and stuff, they'll have your diagnosis. Sure. Exactly. Sure. And then my parents will say something because uh -huh. they don't know better. Yes. Right. They're like, ah, oh, it's because of that. And it's like, that's not how that disorder works. <laughs> like, right, right. And so I find myself like, if they're like, oh, yeah, they were bipolar. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not how, that's not what caused that at all. Yeah. You can't say like, oh, because someone goes through mania and depression that all of a sudden they're going to go kill somebody. Right. That's not how that works. And you know how I know that doesn't, that's not how that works? Because there's people who manage to have those disorders yeah. and don't kill people. It's 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 fairly common. It's not common, but it's it's yeah. Like, it's like saying like oh because you, you're depressed you're gonna go shoot up somebody. When it's one percent of the population that that leads to millions of people. Millions yeah. of people have it and don't do don't act out. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Oh my gosh, I had a thought, but I think it just drifted away. Okay. But, um, well, you, you forgot to mention what you keep by your bed. Oh, not by my bed. Oh. So by the time this is uh, released, my parents will be back and I will not be home alone, but my parents are going to Palm Springs and I'm going to be home alone. And, uh, I like to invite Dylan over, but he doesn't come over. Mm. He always has work and his like, to be fair, his TV and all of his setup is pretty impressive <laughs> compared to mine. And so he's like, why would I go to your house? All of my cool shit's at my house. And it's like, babe, I just I need you to take care of me in case I get murdered. <laughs> like, he doesn't get that. Yeah. Which is another reason why I'm like, if I'm in 
badass FBI agent, maybe I'll be okay being home alone. Because I'll have training. But um, my family has a machete. Like a real, like, antique fucking badass machete machete. And um, it's because my dad says that if he had a gun, he'd use it. Right. And I'm like, I fucking understand that, you know? Mm -hmm. Like... If I get paranoid listening to true crime and then they're like, ah, someone's peeping out, like, what's to stop me personally besides, like, proper gun training? Because I haven't had that, right? But from, like, taking a gun and being like, ah, fuck that. And then, <laughs> like, at windows. what'll happen is I'll probably end up, like, murdering the fucking squirrels. Like, oh, shit, somebody's there. Boom. And I get it. And it's a squirrel. And it's just, like, cross arms, like, this tiny little paws, like, so we have a machete and so i keep it nearby and i remember my um my dad was being sued at some point um because this guy was a fucking asshole he um he hit my dad in his car and decided to say it was my dad's fault when even the insurance company said that it was the other guy's fault he was just trying to like get money out of my dad and my dad tells me olivia don't answer the door because he didn't want to be like subpoenaed or whatever Mm -hmm. right and so um i'm home alone my parents are at a concert right and this i just hear like this really strong knock right and i was like oh i don't i'm not home right my phone's in the kitchen. Keep in mind, all of the windows and doors, like all of them, right? And then he starts being real annoying. He's like knocking to the point where it is like a scary knock, you know? Yeah. It's not like it's yeah, like totally inappropriate, honestly. You don't do that to people ever. Like who the fuck do you think you are? But he's doing that. He's ringing the doorbell like 20 times right and i'm like i don't want to answer and i don't have to i'm a young woman home alone why should i answer the door to someone i don't know i shouldn't you shouldn't i shouldn't definitely not and so he's like doing that and i'm like oh shit oh shit oh shit and so i'm like army crawling to go get the machete because i'm like i don't know who the fuck this is but they're being really pestery and if I was, like, terrified that he would go through the gates and, like, come in through the backyard. And my dogs, they were acting like the worst fucking guard dogs in the world because they were like, oh, I'm going to go get a toy for the friend. Right. And I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? You're well, supposed to be guard dogs, right? They're terrible dogs. <laughs> they're not good at it. All they're good do... dogs. They're good no, dogs. They're just no. not good guard Maria, dogs. Maria, Toffee, you're terrible. <laughs> you won't defend me. I had to protect you. I had to grab my dogs and I'm putting them like, you know, I just, I put them, uh, like I'm holding them because they're like, gonna like go to the door and be like, hello, my name is Toffee. Hi, I'm Maria. Welcome to the Van Sky home. Like, just shit guard dogs. Right. Terrible, terrible. All they're good for is getting pet and spoiled. You know, they're spoiled dogs, and it's our fault because, you know, I just loved and loved and loved them, even though they just, there's standards for for protecting people, 
I'm not getting a golden retriever if I have to live by myself. It's just we're getting straight up German shepherds. Regardless of what mommy says, you're a good dog. I just have standards, Toffee. <laughs> but um, like at least it's not the bunny. The bunny would it's a fucking terrible guard bunny. <laughs> it's useless. It's a useless bunny. It just gives me comfort and joy. You know, that's just all my pets do. They give me comfort and joy. And you know what? Useless when there's an attacker. And so I'm like holding the machete. I'm like hiding behind the things. I've like gently like closed all the doors. And like after like half an hour of just like it sounded like he was going to kick down the door. It was terrifying. And like if I could report somebody for being like a fucking creeper. I'd report him. Yeah. Because that's not okay. What do you do? You think there's like proper etiquette for that? For knocking on a door. For like, if you have to like subpoena somebody, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's proper etiquette. I. There's like human decency, first of all, where you knock on a door. Yeah. You ring the doorbell like maybe once or twice. Who uses doors anymore? You know. Please use the door. Don't go through my fucking window. I'll have a heart attack. <laughs> um, do you, if you have like a package to leave, you, you just you know knock once or twice lightly. I'm and talking about subpoenas though. That's like they have to be there to accept the package. Yeah. Right? So he didn't do that though. He did something very legal, which is he just dropped it oh. in front of the door. Yeah. So I, mean, I mean, yeah, you. you my dad you, abided you, by the you, law, and he you, like. You exercise common courtesy, and you don't scare the shit out of people. That's, yeah. Yeah. I think um. Max time to uh do that would be like, I think three knocks about like you know like a few minutes apart, and then ring the doorbell twice. That's it. Yeah. I, I think more than that, and you're being excessive, and don't ever do intrusive. a police. And don't ever do like a police knock ever mm-hmm. unless you are the police then do a police knock yep you know and her dogs will come after you and you gotta be they careful. won't they really won't <laughs> like my dogs are so spoiled it's it's ridiculous do they, do they bark do they bark when no you're they don't bark no they went my dog went and got her baby her toys <laughs> she was gonna give him a fucking gift yeah. she's like oh look a friend Stop it! Because like if you if you do those knocks and you hear like really loud dogs, you get scared off, you know. They were, she was just like looking at me like, what? Who's that? Who's coming over? <laughs> you have a friend coming over? Like, what are you doing over here? And they're like looking at me, right? And if you saw through the window and you see like dogs facing like you know like a hallway and just like standing there instead of like walking through, you're like, oh yeah, there's somebody fucking there. And I'm like, you're giving away my position. But no, I, I act like a fucking SWAT team member when I'm scared. I army call. I get a fucking machete knife. I, like, text my dad. I'm like, hey, there's someone here. Um, If I die, you know what's going on, right? And I'm, like, crouched, and I'm gripping it, and I have it ready. Like, I am ready to go. I remember um, <laughs> this one time... Uh, I was, I was with Dylan, and, you know, you kind of expect uh, the man to be uh, the one to, like, go attack, yeah. right? But we heard, like, a suspicious sound, and he's like, oh, what's that? 
was like, oh, no, we'll just stay up here. And I was like, no, nah, I got it. And um, we didn't have, like, anything. Like, they don't have machetes at Dylan's house because they're not insane fucking people. <laughs> but um, I took a pillow. Yeah. And um, I had a tactic, which was I'm going to hit him in the face, like, just throw the pillow, right? And then while he's distracted by the pillow, I'm going to, like, kick him in the groin and then go up. Like, you put your palm yeah. through the nose, Yeah, it kills right? him. It can kill a man. Yeah. Don't intrude on my fucking property. Knock three times, ring the doorbell twice. Otherwise, you're being intrusive. Yep. But, like, I was like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Which is kind of That what was I, just when someone was outside? No. It was just, we heard his sound downstairs, and yeah. I was like, it's go time. Yeah. I'm, I'm very much like that. I, In emergencies, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like it's genetic at this point. Yeah. Where, um, like I said, my uncle is a police detective. I think he ended up being a lieutenant. But um, my, my family, they've, a lot of them have been in, they've served. And uh, I'm just, I'm very good in emergency situations. I don't know what comes over me. But I get really calm. I never panic in a real emergency, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I panic when there's nothing wrong. I do not panic when there's something wrong because all of a sudden, like, my mind gets so clear, so sharp, so focused. Like, I just went outside in, like, cold autumn air and I just took all of it into my brain. And then everything just organizes and then I take control of the situation and I go like, boom, 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 right? So like yeah. that guy, he's knocking, he's creeping me out. I'm like freaking out. And when I say freaking out, I'm like, I'm really uncomfortable. I don't want to answer the door. He's bothering me. Yes. So I drop down immediately. I army crawl. I go get the machete knife. I know I'm supposed to text my dad. I say, hey, did you invite someone over? If not, um, there's someone's bothering us. I'm not answering the door. If it's you guys, get your keys right yep and then um i grab my dogs because they're like giving away my position yeah right so i grab them and i put them in their bedroom which is the bathroom with like their dog bed yeah so i put them in there so they're out of the harm's way and then um like i'm down and then i notice there's like all these points where he could notice where i am and so systematically, I'm closing doors, I'm closing windows, and I'm doing it in a way where it's not, like, very sudden, and so it's less obvious. Yeah. And I turn off the sound of my phone, right? And I get everything done, and I start turning off lights, you know? Yes. And I'm very systematic about it. And I've done this time and time again whenever, like, I've been in a car accident or I've seen, like, a dog get run over at some point. And I've told you the story, and I'll tell it at a later date, but you understand. Like, it's just something comes over me, and I get, like, the most organized and the sharpest I've ever been in my life. Yeah. So that's good for your criminal justice pathway, you know. I think it's a lot of, uh, I, I call it courage, but I think it's just clarity to me because, you know, it's not like, panicking in that moment will help save me and i think it's really important that i learn how to think quickly and what i really love about the true crime genre 
of like entertainment and things is I feel like if I listen to enough of them, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'll know how to get out of them too. Yeah. Like they have, um, there's this time when this woman, like someone was like trying to rape her essentially. And so she pretends to be into it. Right. And he's supposed to drop her off at high school. Right. And then she's like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Um, we shouldn't do it now. It's going to be rushed. Why don't you come pick me up after school? And then we'll have all day, all night. And then so she like really convinces him that she's so into it and she wants it so bad and that he just has to wait to the end of school, which wow. isn't that long. And she gets away and she calls her mom and, and they get like it's, uh, it's about something else that it didn't really end up well for him. Mm. The, the guy but um she got away and so i have to think about things like that and that makes me feel safe and it makes me feel like oh okay so if i'm in a situation like this if i know enough if i study and i learn more i'll be able to take care of myself in a clear and methodical way it's really important that people learn how to defend themselves and develop these stores of knowledge for every kind of situation like think about maybe like a fire drill mm -hmm. you know stop drop and roll if you don't learn about that right how are you going to know to stop drop and roll yes and it's the same way for me for dangerous situations like i'm not saying i'm the most beautiful girl in the world but i know that i'm attractive and i know that people like to target attractive people mm-hmm and so I can be like a young woman and I take the bus and I'm alone a lot and I can be very vulnerable. And so instead of deciding to feel vulnerable and feel weak, I decide to empower myself and I listen to these things and I educate myself. And hopefully with my decision to become an FBI special agent, you know, I will develop the fitness, I'll develop the tools to help empower myself and empower other people. For sure. I think that's a great way to sum it all up. That was very ranty. I apologize. And and what do you think? Do you think you, you have a, a question for the people? Um, I think I talked a lot. I'd, I'd rather you chimed in. You know, this is... Chimed in? Our podcast. Oh, I, don't, I, I know nothing about, you know, criminal justice or... Keeping, keeping myself safe <laughs> what do you mean what do you, what do you mean yeah there's no, you know something don't you no you said you used to be super interested in it like oh, way back was ted bundy the the charming one mm-hmm the yeah. one with like the turtlenecks i read a book about ted bundy was it the one by like ann something i don't know but it was it, like the killer beside me i don't remember but i do remember actually i think it was a movie or two there's actually one coming out with Zac Efron as Ted Bundy. Oh, shit. And I that saw, like, sense. the uh, the photos of it, and I was like, holy shit, he looks really close to him. Okay, so we're talking... <laughs> that's like, funny. what's... No, like, seriously. Yeah, no, no, but that's funny. I mean, it's not funny, but yeah. Ted Bundy was an attractive-looking, uh, charming guy. Most serial killers that kind of get away with it are attractive, though. Because, there's, because there's, like there's they a can, list you know there's a list of of serial killers and not all of them are attractive but. no <laughs> but like the ones 
there's like a tactic that the attractive ones use and they lure people and people are more likely to feel safe just because they're attractive. Yeah, Ted Bundy's like the the main one that I know that's like that, but there's others, I'm sure. Yeah, um, Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. For sure. Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer was a gay guy. Yeah. And he... He, uh, he was also pretty attractive, and because of that, people, people would go his, home with him. Lured people into his house, and then he put their bodies in the fridge. He ate people. He ate them too, yeah. How, See, how I, know would a, you? I know a little bit. Ooh, ooh, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terrible question, but a oh, question I, I want to ask. Yeah. I would. I don't feel like I had to apologize for this episode, but I would have to apologize for this joke. Okay. How how would you <laughs> serve somebody up? Uh, how would you um like if you were a dama? Yeah. How would you eat your? <laughs> People, I can't even <laughs> say the whole question. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Lots of, lots of spices. What, oregano? I like spicy Coriander? too. Coriander? <laughs> Thyme? What yeah. about dill? Would you use some dill? Use, Maybe some garlic? No, like hot spices. Hot spices. Hot tamale. So, would you put some jalapeno? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seeds and everything? I think that's the way to eat a human. Yeah. Don't you? No, How I don't, don't want to. I don't want to eat people. Oh come on, it's your question. Fucking weirdo! <laughs> Look it's at this fucking guy, Alan. Back me up here. <laughs> I bet you, Alan answers. <laughs> Good old Alan. Yeah. <sighs> okay, well, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Is that the actual question we're asking, or are we? No, that was good. I, I actually. Do you I, think? Do you actually want to know how people want to eat people? No, I. I this is going to come up we, in my background check for sure, and they're going to be like, aw, man, Louie's fucked up. Oh, no, yeah. Um, <laughs> who's your favorite serial killer? Me? <laughs> I was going to ask you the, the audience. Oh, no. Let's not <laughs> idolize them. Oh. Um, I think they prefer, like, what's your favorite uh, true crime story? What's your favorite true, true crime story? And I'll explain what I mean by that, because... Um, when you're like, who's your favorite serial killer? You're kind of idolizing the killer. But if you talk about like the story, right? Yeah. There's like so much more contextualization. You talk about like the victims, you talk about the investigation. Yes. That's what I'm really there for. How they were brought to justice. In the investigation. Yep. Like I, I think it's, there was a while where, um, like I told you before, I don't really watch confession tapes and stuff because I didn't really give a fuck. I don't care about them. I don't care about the killers. I care about maybe their psychology. I care about what other people have to say about them. You know, like the investigators and the people who use profiling or like assessing like the the scene of the crime to figure out what kind of person this was and how to catch them or like little DNA samples they left that yeah. got them. What finally got them, you know, yes. like I, I love that. Yes. That's what I enjoy. I don't enjoy the people who are just so broken that they would take another human being's life. I hear what you're saying. You do? Yes. I'm glad you're hearing that. I'm hearing it today. Yeah. You know what would also be fun? Okay. 
I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I won't tease. I won't tease. We should do like a hometown murder. Okay. And if you listen to my favorite murder, what they do is they have people write and they talk about, like it doesn't have to be like a murder. It could just be like a really creepy incident that happened or like a really um, interesting like crime, right? Like maybe someone stole a bunch of money from a company that you used to work for and you, you know, like I'd love to hear people's stories about like a place they grew up where something weird happened. Yeah, what do we do? We just open up the newspaper? No, like for, like, okay, so like for me, Mm -hmm. I would probably talk about the way my friend died. Right. Or I could even talk about how I told you I was super into true crime and then you told me something about you and then um, <laughs> I felt like I had to play it really cool and not like act really weird about it because mm-hmm. I didn't want you to know like how into true crime I was Yeah. at the time because you were very clearly like, that's not my thing. Yeah. Right? And so I was like trying to be like, okay, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. Yeah. And so that's very interesting. Um, I could even talk about the car accident I was in and how um, – I'll talk about like the legal thing that someone did, which is they uh, they lied on a police report. They said I wasn't there, but I really was. Mm. So that's something interesting. You could have like an EMT story where people are like, "Oh yeah, I went here and this was crazy." Yeah, that sounds like a good time. I'm open to I'm open to it. I personally would really really love it if this podcast incorporated more stories from people who are listening i want to hear your life i want to hear about you i i want to be a part of our our listeners lives i think it'll happen like you know let's let's be an all day all night family yeah i'll be the mom brandon will be the dog (laughs) useless and then attack (laughs) my name is olivia van sky i'm brandon k thank you so much for listening Please remember to share with your friends, your family. Subscribe. People you like, people you maybe even don't like, and you're like, hey, this episode's uh, pretty shitty. You should listen. Yeah. (laughs) You know, torture them with our success. (laughs) Also, um, make sure to, like, leave comments, rate, uh, especially, like, do the rate and review on iTunes. We're trying to get up the charts. Thank you so much for listening um make sure you have a great day and a great night goodbye